Hello, hello, and welcome back to Battlefield. I'm your host, Jessica Trout, and I am actually in my kitchen. And guess what? I'm cooking a pizza. <laughs> and also, I just want to say Happy New Year and welcome 2024. Oh my gosh, you guys, we made it through another freaking year. But, you know, we all say that. <laughs> so, yeah, so my I just moved my chair, so that's what you're going to hear a lot. So I'm just sitting here. I'm just sipping on some Bailey's. Um, it is actually the new one. It's the chocolate. It has Belgian chocolate in it. So if you are a Bailey's person, if you like Bailey's in general, you actually might like this. Oh, and if you like chocolate, okay, you've got to like chocolate to like this. Um, so it's pretty awesome. So guys, <laughs> excitedly, I just wanted to say that it's really good to be here for the last episode of season five of Battlefield. Um, that means we're going to start the new year off with season six in January. Woohoo! Okay, I know I've been taking a lot of long breaks in between my segments because there has been lots of ups and downs. And when I say downs, I mean, it's gotten to the point where I've had to take long breaks for my mental health. Okay, and I'm not saying it's detrimental. Nothing was detrimental. It was just hard for me to deal with a lot of the extracurricular stuff that I've been doing. Um, even my writing has kind of slowed down. I'm only on my rough draft of a new book I'm kind of working on. So, you know, kind of need that men mental break in between. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Especially I work night shift at my job. So technically, you know, I'm just kind of concentrating on taking care of myself like I have been. I've been trying to get more sleep, especially when I have to deal with the two kids on my own. My husband goes to work if I worked the night before. So um, kind of need to make sure that care for yourself is taken care of. Okay, it's really needed. Uh, so I, I'm very excited. I don't know if I did tell you this, and if I did, I apologize for the repeat, but... It's exciting news because I feel like I didn't, but we'll see how it goes. So I have been with Kindle Publishing is a self-publishing platform where you pretty much do everything. You pick out the cover photo, you edit your own stuff, you upload your manuscript, you set the prices, all that. All they have to do is print it, put together and print it. Don't get me wrong. I love it because especially when you don't have the money because it costs thousands and thousands of dollars to actually, you know, give to a publisher, an editor and have them do all your crap for you. Like that's a lot. But I got to the point where I kind of now need the help because promotion is the problem. Kindle does have promoting, but I think they downsized and I can't exactly do the promotion like I was wanting to do like I've been doing. So I went ahead and found a publisher and I'm excited to say I now have signed on and I have my own publishing agent. Woo! It's very exciting to share that. It's something new, but I love it. You know, it's, it's, it was that gut feeling inside me that said, jump, jump, metaphorically, obviously metaphorically, but jump. And I did. And I'm very excited because we've already started the edit, 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 I, uh -huh, excuse me, started the 
editing process. And I got an email saying that they were still doing some stuff, so they will send it back to me, either for corrections or to proofread and or both, which I'm very excited because it makes me feel like an actual author. I'm being treated like I want to be treated. But also, I'm very excited to be able to get my stories out there, you know, especially if you're a fiction reader. But here's the really exciting part that really got me when she called me back. She said, so, Miss Jessica, I just want you to know the board reviewed your books. I sent actually two manuscripts in. They reviewed your two books and they both got approved. Can you believe that, you guys? They both got approved. I am so legit happy because we can push one book through, which we're doing, and then I can push the other one through. It's really exciting. So... At the, that was the end of this year, in November somewhere, I think it was, I chose to do this. And my husband and I sat down and talked about it, and he agreed. And so we got a package, and we spend however much money on this certain package, and they start the process. So I am so excited to share with you, within about maybe, she estimated six months, that I should be even on the bookshelves of Barnes and Noble. I am so excited. I couldn't be happier. I feel legitimately seen. I feel seen. So, and I hope that all of your guys' dreams like that, I hope that those are manifesting for you. I really hope they are because I know a lot of people get down, especially around the holidays where once the end of the year comes around, a lot of people feel like they, are, they didn't fulfill anything. And then they go into 2024 and go, man, I really feel obligated to do this resolution. Here's the deal. Don't think of it as a resolution. Think of it as an obligation that you don't have to fulfill for yourself. You don't, honey. you got to make small goals to get to a bigger goal. There's always going to be goals to succeed. You don't have to have one big ass goal all the fucking time. You, babe can make smaller goals to succeed in to get to your bigger goal. I think we've talked about that before. I really do. But sometimes it's just a nice reminder because I've had lots of up and downs, you guys, especially with my husband's job in school. It's been, it has been pulling me side to side a lot. And now it's going to pull me more because there's all day class on Wednesdays. And then I don't want to be working that night because I barely will get any sleep um, so, you know, it was a matter of putting my foot down with my job and saying, listen, I know this isn't the ideal situation you want, but since this is actually a career that I have to deal with, with my spouse, he has to get over this hump of school, which will be until August. So <laughs> once we hit midnight, it'll be definitely the countdown until August until he is finally done with paramedic school. And I will be really elated, and I won't have to work around as hard. My job won't have to work around him as hard. And we can finally get back to a regular schedule programming like we were when he first started. So, however, I do have a nice little treat from the Shitty Mom for All Seasons, Half-Assing It All Year Long book. And I want to say to you guys that this book has been kind of an eye-opener with a some little things here and there. Yes, it's funny. Yes, it's quirky. Yes, it's something that you, some things you shouldn't really take that seriously, but at the same time, it's really good small pieces of advice. And I hope that you found them, found it good as, good as well. <clears throat> Sorry. However, I do got to explain 
I'm still getting over a little cold, so my voice sounds very measly, and I will sniff once in a great while. So I apologize. I apologize for that. I just finished my second round of antibiotics plus a steroid, and it's still kind of fighting me a little bit. So if it doesn't go away, I'm talking to the damn doctor because this is fucking ridiculous. So we're going to take a small break, and then we'll come back, and we will read chapter 39 in this book, New Year's Resolutions for Moms Who Can Maybe Do a Little Bit Better. That sounds very crude, but we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll give it a chance. Hello, and welcome back to Battlefield. And by the way, this chapter is very short. I forgot to tell you that. <laughs> well, if you're ready, I'm ready. So... New Year's resolutions only succeed if you are realistic. If you never exercise, for example, don't resolve to sign up for the Ironman. By the way, I never have signed up ever for an Ironman. For those of you who know what it's like, then you'll know what they're talking about. You'll either drown or choke on your own vomit or both. If you never eat leafy greens, don't sign up for a weekly delivery from Leaf Greens Farm. It will just rot into kale liquid in your veggie drawer. Similarity, you are discourage your kid from practicing violin because you can't stand the sound of horsehair scraping across metal. Don't sign her up for the youth symphony. Fact is, you may not have the stamina to raise a child prodigy. If Yo-Yo Mama, or if Yo-Yo Ma <laughs> had been your kid, he'd have been out into the street every night playing kickball. Set yourself up for success, moms. Pick one or two resolutions or obligations from the list below. There is a list. Don't be too hard on yourselves. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes, I agree. Again, I'm going to repeat that. Don't be too hard on yourselves. You can maybe do just a little bit better. Oh, we all can. I agree with this 100%. So one. Get the kids to school on time every day or less late. Three days. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. Three days. I guess people can work with that. Three days. Number two, make meals with food groups other than cheese, tomato sauce, and pizza crust. We are talking about the Lunchable, aren't we? I, I bet they're just pointing out that Lunchable. Twice a week, for example, add onions or pepperoni. Oh, okay. So if, let's say you moms do have those pizza Lunchables like I do. Um... Just add onions, pepperoni, or tomatoes, or spinach. I like spinach and mushrooms on my pizza. Three, look at each new app your kid wants before you approve it, unless it's educational or free. Um, I like free. <laughs> That's just me. I'm so frugal, it's not even funny. Four, if you're singing a Taylor Swift song at the top of your lungs on the sidewalk and your daughter begins to cry from embarrassment, stop doing it. Then use it later as an emotional blackmail. We're getting smart. Five, don't automatically tell the kids to call their dad when they ask for a ride to the movies unless he lives across town with his new family, in which case put him on speed dial. Six, if you can't say anything nice to your kids, say nothing at all. Then this pertains to any and all discussions of their mismatched outfits, their school projects, and the question, do you like the picture I just drew? Seven, never let your kids play at a friend's house where an unemployed uncle lives in the basement unless the mom is there or the uncle is the only grown-up who's awake. Okay, no offense, but um, even if the uncle was the only one there, I still don't think I'd want my kid there. <laughs> Sorry. Eight, don't say the words breast buds. Just don't. Ever. <laughs> 
because I'm that mom, I think I'm going to say it. Nine, take the kids to an art museum once a week or at least every six to eight weeks so they have somewhere safe to sit while you're getting a facial. No. Well, unless you have really little kids, then um, that facial ain't going to happen unless it's in your own house and you actually have them preoccupied watching Coco Melon. 10. Pay closer attention to your kid's health complaints. Your son might be hypersensitive and weak, but also he also might have the flu. Yep, that's something I think we definitely need to do better at. Especially my husband. He always will be like, oh, you're fine. You're just tired. No, he's sick. <laughs> Seriously. 11. Teach your kids how to fish, farm, and hunt. If you live in a city, have them learn those skills on Minecraft. We actually have our five-year-old go help his dad in the yard. So he's also learned to kind of pull weeds out of a garden and what vegetables were during the summer. So I think we're doing all right. Twelve, make a concerted effort to fall asleep while reading to the kids at night because you've had a rough day at work and or drink too much beer. Thirteen, drink less beer. (laughs) I need to drink less wine. Fourteen, get off the phone before your kid pokes a wasp nest with a stick, not after. Unless he does that while you're on the phone with your cable service or an airline, in which case stay on hold and tell him to run. Fifteen, call your kids by the dog's name is fine, but giving them treats to fetch your beer might be weird. Sixteen, make your kids complete every chain letter they receive so they grow up knowing how to identify and profit from a Ponzi scheme. Seventeen, don't swear around about or at your children. If you can't follow these rules, just don't do the last one. 18. Establish a money jar to per- penalize yourself for every time you swear around or about your children. I've tried that. I need to do it again, and I just need to stick to it. 19. Give the swearing jar's contents to charity when it's full. <laughs> That's a good idea, but not really. I'd rather pay for my kids' um, Lunchables or the groceries they freaking stuff into their mouths. No offense to charity, just saying. Kids are expensive. 20. Stop stealing from the swear jar to pay for field trips, hot lunch, (laughs) and parking meters. If you need to empty it completely because you need money for beer and pizza, refill it the next day or as soon as your kids notice. (laughs) Reminder. If your kids are old enough to know what New Year's means, they may want to stand up and ring in the New Year. Turn on this news six hours early. As soon as the ball drops in... Madrid, it's time for bed, bitches. I added the bitches part. So I just want to let all the moms... Sorry, that (laughs) microphone hit my face. I want to let all the moms and dads know. I want all of you guys, the parents, anyone, guardian, foster to know. (laughs) You're doing great. Okay? We're all going to half-ass it. We all can't be flipping perfect there's a lot of parents out there who think they have to be perfect there's a lot of parents who think they feel obligated to take their kids to every single fucking community activity and let me tell you something yeah my kid was in the co-ed community basketball but guess what i felt like because he told me he wanted to go he wanted to and he did he played he finished out the month and it was great But please do not feel like just because you can't get out of the house for even a few days and you're like, oh, I should have went to that reading at the library. They even had a puppet show. Oh, my gosh, I'm the worst parent ever. No, you're not. No, you're not. In my opinion, love you guys to death, but the hyperactive parents love you, but slow it the fuck down. Okay? 
You don't need to always take your kids to every little single fucking thing that you see in the paper or on a billboard or when you're at the library and someone mentions, oh, look at this flyer for crafts night. Yeah, it's a good, it's an idea, but it's not an obligation. Okay. And I just want you to know, finish out, finishing out this year with pure good intentions is the best you can do. And a lot of you who are probably like me is going to sit at home in your pajamas, drink some Baileys, and eat a pizza all by yourself <laughs> is the New Year's that is a happy New Year. So let's all welcome 2024 to the floor and may your life flourish. May your dreams start to come true, but also make sure you are just working at it. Make sure you work at it. And yes, as you work, you're going to fall down. But again, when you fall down, pick your ass back up. Wipe them damn tears. And I just want you to march right on forward to your damn future. Even if that means you had a hard day with your kids. (laughs) I love y'all. And let us end season five on Battlefield with a cheers to you and to the New Year's. And I will see you on season six. Good night, everybody. Woo!